You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Managing a budget with a young family can be tricky. You've got bills, rent or mortgage, childcare costs, groceries. Susie Burrell is a nutritionist who recently posted a shot of her trolley on Instagram with her weekly groceries. They came in at, wait for it, $120. Now, we are so impressed with this figure that we've asked Susie to come in and find out how on earth such a healthy woman as herself managed to shop for a family of four on that figure. Don't forget, Susie has twin boys who are three, not known for having small appetites, three-year-old <laughs> boys, are they? No. Well, it's the chop- shopping has changed so much since I've had the twins, and you really become more aware of how much food you go through and also the budget. You know, before I had the kids, I didn't care if I went to Woolies and spent $300. It wasn't relevant. But now I've got to pay school fees and I've got to buy you know, clothes <laughs> yes. and all the other bits. So the, the money is much more important to me. So I really have become quite savvy at saving money shopping. And I really, I like it. It's a real challenge. It's exciting. I can it's see it really, on your face. Yeah, I really enjoy the process because I think that a lot of people are under budgetary pressure in this day and age. You know, we're all working and juggling so many things. And if we can save serious money shopping, why wouldn't you? And, uh, and one thing that I'm fascinated with, you're a nutritionist and I've always assumed that healthy food is going to be more expensive than unhealthier options. Have I got this all wrong? Well, you're not wrong in the sense that it's it's not technically that it's more expensive. So per kilo, it's much cheaper. But you have to have a number of skills and pl- the ability to plan ahead to be able to utilize food in that way because you've got to say, right, I'm going to buy a kilo of potatoes and then I'm going to use them over several meals. And because we're so time poor and busy and we're just trying to survive, it's just not necessarily that high in our priorities to sit down and do that or we don't have time to do it or we don't have the skills. So yes, it is cheaper technically to eat healthier, but you also have to put quite a lot of time into the planning and really know what you're doing. So it's not necessarily easy, if that makes sense. Yeah. And how far ahead do you meal plan? Do you just do the week? I do the week. I generally know what I'm going to eat until Thursday. So I sort of go to the grocery store on a Saturday or a Sunday to really get everything that I'm going to need because my time is so tight. I don't have time to duck into Woolies. And also when you duck in, you spend another 50 or $100. That's just the way it goes. So I, I like to get it all done so I know I don't have to return to the grocery store until at least Thursday. And then I like to know exactly what I'm cooking for the dinners. I like to have all of the lunch stuff ready to go just so I can start the week on track and don't have to spend any time thinking about that. And for me, it's like anti-anxiety. If I can start the week on that track and not worried about the food, I'm in a much better place. And when it comes to, like you mentioned there, dinners and lunches, and some people are probably thinking, oh my God, is she like baking muffins and is she doing this and that? But you like to keep it very simple for lunch, I don't you? I think the thing with all people I see in my client base, with my clinics, with my mums, myself, I like to keep nutrition as simple as possible because I think we see all these influences and we see people concocting these beautiful spreads and beautiful cooking and, and that's great, but most people I see do not have time for that. So I myself do bake one thing a week. Usually I do it because I need an Instagram photo. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do enough. a cookies or I do a banana bread because I've often got leftover bananas or leftover fruit I can use in that. And then I know I've got the snacks for 
a week. And then I don't have to buy packet snacks, which I think are really expensive. You know, a box of muesli bars or a box of, you know, little biscuits is like three or four, five dollars. And let's be honest, they're gone in two minutes because if I leave them in the house, my husband will eat them as a snack <laughs> late at night. And then I'm like, you've eaten the school snacks. Um, so I always bake something so I've got. And if you wanted to get super organized, you could freeze half of that and it would last actually two weeks. I don't do that. So I always bake one thing. I do go to the markets generally and get fruit regularly so it's a lot lot cheaper so that's another trick and then I usually will start you mean your local growers markets or something like that I or? my parents actually go to the actual big markets for me wow but if they didn't I absolutely if they didn't I would go to local growers just for things like apples and oranges and pears things that you go through so many of because it does end up a lot lot cheaper and things like broccoli zucchinis are a lot cheaper because in the supermarket they've got a heavy markup and that will add five dollars to your trolley very quickly and the other thing I do on the Sunday is sort of cook at least one big meal and sometimes two. So usually I will either do some sort of one pot dish like a casserole where the protein can be used over two meals or at least for some lunches. And then I also do something like a mince or a pie. And again, it's lunches and dinners as well. So it's so organized. Well, it's because then I don't have to worry. When I get home at 5 o'clock, 5.30, at least one or two nights the dinner is done. And then my other meals are so simple. Have They're you got like... a book like just <laughs> The Life of Susie? Could you, could you have a book? Could you do that book oh, if sure, you don't already? Sure, just do it tonight. Just do it it's tonight fine. for me so that I can do. Mm. I think that's so clever though. And people really, I, I mean, personally, um, I have the brain capacity to think about one meal, but you're right. If you can think about how you can use some of those ingredients in two meals and do them even on the same day, I mean, fabulous. Because you, you're in the kitchen, it's efficient use of time. You're just chopping everything together. And then the other nights, once I get to Wednesday, Thursday, it's something like some cutlets, some lean sausages, which there's some really great varieties available now. We might get a barbecue chicken one time, might be some frozen fish pieces and just veggies, peas. Yeah, <laughs> I think keep good. it really simple. I think the mums I see, they're trying to create create these brilliant, you know, complicated, nutritious recipes with a million ingredients. And, you know, I don't cook any recipe that's got more than five or six ingredients because who's got time to buy all those things? I'm really seeing a book shaping up here, <laughs> Susie. You're probably already thinking about it. I'll just stop talking now. But when you have that book, please come back on the show. Um, so you sometimes batch cook then, like when you said you sometimes do a meal that you can throw in the freezer and use later in the week? If I've got extra. So I'll either use it over two meals or if I won't, I'll put it in the freezer to use the following week. So mince is the classic one because whether you do a Mexican style mince or you do an Italian style mince or if you do even an Asian style mince, you can use it in a chow mein, then you can do a sancho bao. Or if you've done a spaghetti and for the mums, you can use zucchini pasta as well. And they all come in frozen varieties now. So you can keep cauliflower rice and you can keep zucchini pasta in the freezer ready to go. And that's two or three meals again. Um, or if I've bought chicken breast that week. So I'll work off one or two key proteins, whether it's mince or whether it's chicken breast, and then use that perhaps as a crumb chicken or then as a chicken pie. So I get sort of two meals out of it and really maximize the protein. And I load up so many veggies into it. So I've always got lots of frozen veggies, things like carrots, um, mushrooms, zucchini, which you can add literally to anything. And then the kids get them that way. So Yeah. And also um, going back to the shop itself, you don't just go to one supermarket. Um, how do you split that up and how do you know what, where, where's the most affordable place to go? Well, I never was a fan. This isn't a, a plug for any supermarket by any means, but if we're speaking brand, I never would go to Audi before I had the kids. And a friend of mine said, you have to go to Audi. And I started to go to Audi for the And you're a convert, right? Well, you know why I'm a convert? Because nutritionally, some of the products are the same repackaged. So you're paying more for the key brand name and you're getting it $1 or $2 cheaper. So I just don't like being ripped off. So if I know that cheese is exactly the same, which it is, 
I want the cheaper variety. So I go to Aldi every week and I always spend less than $100. A great week, 60, 80, a bad week, maybe 100, depending on how many nappies I've got to buy or, or wipes, etc. But there I get my staples. So I get the long life milk. I get the eggs, I get the cheese and crackers, I get the bread because they're usually the name brand just cheaper and it's the same stuff. Wholemeal bread is wholemeal bread. Yeah. So why pay more for it? So I go and get that and then I'll usually go to Woolies only because that's my local and I'll get a few of the proteins. I do tend to prefer the mainstream proteins because they tend to be leaner. So I will get the leaner sausages, which are a bit more expensive. I will get the fresh salmon or I will get the, the real the chicken breast. But if you wanted to cut again, you can get the, the mints from Aldi. You could get the meats from Aldi as well. Um, and then I always, the other little thing I do is I've got quite a good f- selection of frozen fish or frozen chicken pieces. So when it gets to that Thursday, Friday night and you're tired, rather than order Uber Eats, which of course is a 50, 100 bucks again gone, um, I just stick some of those in the, in the fridge in the oven for the kids and do it with some peas and they love that and they're quite good nutritionally Audi have put and I don't work for Audi it's not an endorsement but nutritionally a lot of the products are quite strong um and so, and so it's do not you like, check still the I ingredients of course yeah I do so that's why with my meats I'm fussier to go to the mainstream because they don't have extra lean mints at Audi for example or it's not labeled for nutritional content but I buy long life milk because nutritionally, it's pretty similar. The only vitamins that are a bit lower are the B-group vitamins. At last, you don't have to run out of milk all the time. And I've always got some. So it's that bulk preparation. And each day, you're not getting the little 5 or $10 extras at the shops that really add up. I think that's the thing that does challenge a lot of parents is the ingredients, like looking at the ingredients on the um, packets. Now, you're a nutritionist. This is what you do um, for a living and what you're passionate about. But how long do you think it would take for someone to kind of just get into the group of checking ingredients so that they know what they're buying is nutritionally okay? I think it's a very quick scan and all really you need to look at is the the length of the ingredient list. And if I look and there's a lot of stuff I don't recognize, I don't buy it. So every kind of ingredient on that panel, I like it to be short and and I recognize the ingredients. So that's my general mantra for things. So the other thing I think that simplifies the trolley is there's not a lot of complex stuff in there. There's not a lot of sources and there's not a lot of um, packaged or processed food. You know, there's basically the proteins and veggies with it. The sort of most complicated source I would buy each week is perhaps a passata that I might put on some ratatouille vegetables if I've got extras left over um, at the end of the week. So I don't have a lot of that where a lot of spending can occur either. I keep it quite simple. Um, and there's like, you know, biscuits and stuff like that, which again, you can blow quite a lot of money on because I stick to the snacks of some yogurts. I stick to cheese and crackers. Um, I don't buy the processed bars and things because Everyone would just eat them and they're not that feeling and they don't really have much nutrition. They're all processed carbohydrate, which most most of us don't need. Uh, Yes, and I know that my colleague at Babyology asked you about the secret mum chocolate stash. (laughs) Do you eat chocolate, Susie Barrow? I do. Well, I'm no purist. So (laughs) I do, I do. But I usually, actually, I've got all the Easter chocolate (gasps) at the moment. So I, and also with the kids, you know, you keep it. So I find that when we're given stuff, I tend to keep it. So I don't routinely buy that unless it's a treat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So no, I'm no purist by any means. This is just really trying to get some practical tips and strategies for busy people to make nutrition easy because I think the perception is it's complicated and you have to spend ages. My average dinner is seriously five or ten minutes. Salmon on the, with the in the fry pan with some veggies and often with a soy sauce or for the kids, that's it. You're Very doing, simple. 
you're doing that book. Okay, <laughs> just just putting it out there. Susie, thank you so much for thank coming Thank you in. for having me. That's Susie Burrell, and you can find her on Instagram, probably with similar ideas about the trolley or things that you can cook, and you'll find her at Susie Diet. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.